the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Drake Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined here in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards. It is Friday, September 15th. We certainly appreciate you all tuning in and spending a little time with us on this gorgeous Gorgeous afternoon. I'm not sure. Is it technically fall yet, Coach? Technically, or just, uh, or no? I think we got another about week. another week. I think right? we got about another week. So this is a beautiful late summer day. Yes, I would say. Yes, very, very it late is, summer day. It is. Beautiful. It is spoiling us rotten. <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely beautiful outside, as you all well know here in Southern Middle Tennessee. How fortunate we all are to uh, be be alive and well, and join this beautiful, uh, beautiful. Uh, afternoon, uh, and we are broadcasting straight out of downtown Columbia, Tennessee on 101.7. As you know, you look down on your dial, lock us in, because we've got Titans on this station. We've got Alabama football on this station. We've got well, Tennessee football. Tennessee football is actually on WKRM, our sister station. Okay. 103.7. And we're located in the same location. Until they play Alabama, then they'll be on 101.7. They'll be on both, actually. Okay. When they play. So, uh, if you want, you folks, hey, you want Titans football, you're at the right spot. You want Alabama football, you're at the right spot. You want Tennessee football, just slide over to our, our sister station on 103.7 FM. You got it. Tonight on 101.7 You've got two different choices here in Murray County to listen to two different high school football games. One is the game day at Murray County Public Schools, game day of the week, which will be Summertown at Mount Pleasant. And then we will come to you with the game day broadcast at 5.30, lasting in roughly about an hour and a half, right up to kickoff of the Mount Pleasant-Summertown game on 101.7, the station you're listening to now, and or – you can slide over and always hear the Columbia Lions football broadcast with Lee and Lou Maddox, the dynamic duo, Batman and Robin. <laughs> and Yes, that, father and son, for those of you who are wondering. They'll be on <laughs> 103.7 FM, and we'll, this, this station will be carrying live, obviously, the Columbia Lions versus Lawrenceburg. Lawrence County. Lawrence County. And so, uh, as, and, and just as this radio station has done for over 75 years. So, it's not not like this is new. It's not like we're rookies at this. We know what's going on. We know how to do this. So tune in tonight if you can't make it out to the to the stadiums to the to the field. And one th- one feature we have added to the Columbia Central broadcast. If you want to go on Facebook, we we've added a video component. You can actually watch the game and, and hear the radio call uh, synchronized to it. So, Absolutely, with and uh, uh, with full blown replays, and, and I mean it's it's really quite a production and uh, very professional, and that's on the Facebook page. Yes. Is that correct? So that's W K O M 
uh, WKRM, excuse me, a radio, or if they want to go to the website, the front porch radio TN.com. Okay. And then you, okay. then you get your choice. Okay. You can, you can do the live, live feeds or, and you can also do the video feeds. Well, there you have it. So, uh, we, we got all that stuff and if you guys got it going uh, i mean we got it going on around here folks you you, like sports we're we're the place to land sports and you love football you're tuned into the right station now uh last night if you have amazon prime uh tv or amazon prime you could prime video i think is what is the title they use you're right it's tv (laughs) uh you could tune in with kirk herb street and al michaels as they brought uh broadcast the Minnesota Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles for their Thursday night football edition. Um, and Philadelphia wound up winning that game by six points. They were a six and a half. To, depends on where you go. You could get it from six, six and a half. I saw it at seven at some places. But roughly, we're going we're gonna to cut it at six and a half. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at six and a half because the Magic 8 ball said take Philadelphia, I mean, take Minnesota at plus six and a half. The final score was 34-28. Philadelphia, that's a six-point difference. If you took the Minnesota Vikings plus the six-and-a-half points, you're a winner, just like the Magic 8-Ball By the skin of your teeth, but you're a winner. (laughs) Now, if you bet on the under like the Magic 8-Ball told you, you're not not so lucky. Uh, There was some turnovers there in that ball game that added to the total. (laughs) That added to the total. And and there were some turnovers that took away from the total. Now – uh, Justin Jefferson, who had a, a tremendous play where he was running to the left left side of the end zone and the front left corner pylon, and he just reached, tried to reach the ball over, and the ball, as we have seen before happen, happened before, squirted out of his hands and kind of flew over the front left corner pylon, orange pylon of the end zone, and landed out of bounds. And when they reviewed it, uh, they determined that he didn't have control. He lost control about the one or two yard line. Before he crossed the line. The ball went over into the end zone and went out of the end zone out of bounds. So in the NFL, that is a touchback, and the ball goes back out, comes back, goes, what, 20, 25-yard line. I, I guess it's a 20-yard. 20, 20, 20 in the pros still. Yeah, now it's kickoffs. You know, they've, they've been changing with yeah. the kickoffs and the fair catch and all that. I'm not really sure which. But it was either the 20. I'm not sure they're really I think sure. it was a 20-yard line. It comes out to the 20 yeah. on the touchback. And uh, no touchdown, no out-of-bounds for Minnesota Vikings at the one of the two. It goes according, and, and that's the way the rule states, mm-hmm. if it goes – across the goal line, and then nobody has control, and it squirts out of the back of the end zone, and the off it, it goes to the other team on goes the 20. The other team as a now, is that – you know, some people some people consider that a pretty stupid rule, a pretty dumb rule. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you know, it's a half a yard. I mean – Okay, what, 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 I mean, what change would you make? Well, I don't. I don't know. See, I, that's I, that. Okay, fine. I, you can call – I mean, you could call it a dumb rule. You can call it – you know, not not very fair to obviously to Justin Jefferson and his team, the Minnesota Vikings. But is why it, is it not fair? I mean, you're supposed to maintain control. If you're the offensive player, it's your job to maintain control to cross the goal line with control of the ball. You lose control of the ball and you bump it through the end zone is what what, what that is technically called. Then there's got to be some you know that really the only 
feasible uh, penalty, punishment, or whatever is it's a turnover. And then you don't want to punish the team that gets the ball, so you put them out at the twenty like a touchback. Okay, so, know, so it's I don't know art- that the, I don't know that there's any other right. better. I can see where it's a little goofy. It feels a little goofy and stuff like that. But I have not heard any better alternative. All right, I'm going to play the suggested. devil's advocate here. Okay. okay, it doesn't make this is what the article says. It doesn't make sense that there is such a harsh punishment for a fumble that goes out of bounds in the end zone. The difference of a half yard made for a game-changing play. It's not like Jefferson did anything wrong. He just got the ball knocked loose, and then the Vikings got really unlucky. Um, uh, I'll take issue with not doing anything wrong. And that's losing control of the ball. Correct. Had he, had he not lost control, control of the, the ball. ball. And so, score or have the ball at the so one. So my question something. is, and, and, and so, I mean, I don't understand. And, and I'm like you. I don't understand what this writer – what this article okay. wants him to do. If they if he loses control of the ball, the only way you would not – Minnesota would not lose control or not keep control of or possession of the ball is to put the ball back to where he lost control. But if he loses yeah. control, you got you got to protect the rock, Coach. you got yeah. to hold on to it. Right. I mean, you know, you yeah. got to you got to hang on to now that ball. Now you're penalizing the defense for doing a hustle play, you know, trying to – you know, trying to stop a touchdown. Um, and it got worse when the Eagles broke a big run trying to run out the clock at the end at, and at, at the end of the first half. After that had happened, after that had happened, they broke a big run and they ended up kicking a field goal. So basically, that's a ten point swing. Vikings lose by six. Could have easily been a fourteen point swing. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen it. Ha- I've seen it turn into a fourteen point swing. Uh, and so the writer goes on to say it's one of those rules that's on the NFL's book because there had to be some ruling when a situation such as that happened, which it's which, true. Which I mean, is exactly you know, my point is, okay, what better alternative do you have? Okay. Way back when they decided possession would change and it would be a touchback. Nobody thinks that that's a fair way to legislate that play, according to this writer. Now, that you know. Okay. That's but the NFL doesn't no seem to want to change but my, my question to this writer, uh, and, and this is somebody on the internet that uh, writes that Yahoo Sports, it's, this is off their site. I, I don't know what the guy expects expects him to do with it. You know, if Jefferson, if the wide receiver yeah. loses possession of the ball and it bounces into the end zone and nobody really has possession of it, uh, if it's if it's under two minutes, only that offensive player can recover the ball in the in end the zone. end zone. In the end now, zone, now they they can maintain if they get it before it gets out of the end zone. Say he fumbles it at the two, right? One of his teammates regains possession in the end zone. They get the ball back at the two, okay. where the fumble happened. Right. This comes back off of what they call the Casper play, right? Where but that's under two minutes in the ball game, right? Otherwise, Otherwise it's where it's the ball's reco- where the ball's recovered, okay. wherever the ball's recovered. So. Um, and, yeah. and, and so. you know, last night, the thing about it was – and people that watched that ball game, and you and I watched it, uh, you know, and the announcers, Al Michaels and, and, and Kirk Herbstreit, you could tell, you know, and, and they kind of mentioned it a couple times in the second half, it was a 13-point game for most of the second half. And neither team really kind of could make their way with it uh, back and forth. And, well, Detroit – I mean, excuse me. Philadelphia would score. Minnesota came back and, and put a score on the board, you know, and and, and kept it a 13-point ball game. 
And that that ball game was really never out of reach. I mean, not yeah. not with not with the type of offense Minnesota has, you know. And, and think, what was so odd about that was if you go back to the first quarter, you know, there's 15 minutes in the first quarter. Philadelphia had the ball for 13 minutes of the 15 in the first quarter, and only came away was was with three points. Was that three points? Okay. Uh, there was one time they they were. I heard one stat, and they said something in the second half. They said, this has got to be one of the frustrating nights. A 60-yard drive lasted, nine, lasted minutes. nine and a half minutes, and they didn't get any points out. They missed the field goal and didn't get any yeah, points Yeah, and now Michael's saying, I don't think I've ever – and he's caught a lot of football <laughs> games. And he said he doesn't ever think, has, doesn't remember ever yeah. having a, a, a 55, 60-yard drive, whatever it was, last that long, long. that many plays – and not get any and points. And not get yet. anything for it. And, and that was the thing that you you knew had to be frustrating Philadelphia. I well, mean, I think just, and, and because and then it gets that Minnesota. You know, as an NFL team, Minnesota's not going to keep messing up. Keep you know they're they're going to get their act together sooner or right, later. Right. They finally did get their act together in the second half and started making play making some plays. Sure. Philadelphia was just able to match them at that point. Yeah. To maintain. To maintain the lead, but well, I, again, but again, I, you take you take two play, you take that that, that fumble at the goal by Jefferson, line, by Jefferson, and you take a couple of drop passes that were wide or missed passes. You had both missed and dropped. Well, KJ Osborne and that then, caught that caught a touchdown pass wide open in the left back left corner. Of the oh end zone. boy, you talking about wide open? He was wide, <laughs> open, but he was also wide open earlier in the second half and completely and dropped, dropped a a first down conversion that yep. they so. Um, you know, you, but the one thing as a coach, you know, we 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 preach to our players all the time is that every game, even even a blowout game, hinges on about five plays. And uh, but uh, so the the problem is you don't know you don't know where those five plays are going to occur. They could be the first first play. You know, or it could be the last play. It could be somewhere, you know, in between, you know, somewhere in the, in the, in, at the end of the first quarter. It's going to hinge on five plays. Yeah. And you got to play every play like it's one of those five. That's right. Because that's, that's right. You're exactly right. Because you, you have no idea. And, and even in this game, you know, even in a blowout game, a 63 point game, usually those, those key plays happen early. And then one team gets control and, and Result, it goes on. And, and, and get a little get a little farther ahead out of the other team because of those couple of plays yeah. in the first half that didn't go the losing yeah. team's way. Right. So in a game like we had last night, those five plays got scattered throughout the entire game. And you end up with, with a really I don't know what I would call it entertaining as much as it was interesting, just to see if was Minnesota gonna claw its way back in. And give themselves a chance to win, or, or was Philadelphia going to be able to, you know, do <laughs> well, enough to hold on? <laughs> Philadelphia gets the Buccaneers next week to go to three and zero because they went to New England and beat the Patriots last week. Then they won last night. They get a long week off. They have Tampa Bay to go three and zero, and the Vikings need to hit the panic button. I mean, they're zero and two. That you you start out you start out zero and three, and I think the history's history's the, against you. The percentages of you making the playoffs starting out zero and three, I mean, are not very good. 
yeah. uh, are not very high. So, um, and the thing about it is, coach, to watch Minnesota, they're a pretty good team. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, you know, they're a pretty darn good team. I think last night you had two good teams playing each other. Uh, Minnesota Phil- got off to a horrible start. Philadelphia just coming out a Super Bowl contender type team, playing at home. They win by six points over over the visiting Minnesota Vikings who play in the dome. Uh, and there's a difference. And I'm just I'm gonna tell you guys there's a difference between teams that play in the dome and teams that play outside. Uh, when they travel away from home and when they play at home and they're playing teams that don't play in the dome that are coming into the dome. But um but anyway, next uh for the Vikings are the Chargers who our Titans have this weekend. And um you know, right now the Titans, you know, are the Titans are the Titans O for their last eight? Uh yeah. I guess. I mean they yeah. lost seven at seven the, at end, the of end of the last, year and last Is that the longest losing streak? It has to no, be the longest. It's not the longest. No, I'm talking about in the NFL right now. Oh. It, ha- it has to be the longest losing streak in the NFL at, at this the moment. point. Yeah, at the if moment. If you combine yeah. the end of last year where they went 0 and seven and they started out this year, obviously 0-1 losing 16 to 15 at New Orleans. I mean, and now they got the now they've got the Hornets nest coming coming they've got the Hornets nest coming into uh a riled up Hornets nest being the Los Angeles Chargers who just was in the shootout uh and got beat by two at home against well, Tua and the Miami Dolphins. Now here they come into Tennessee. Could be argued that Tennessee's kind of riled up too. I get that. Because they were, you know, they, they, they did not, obviously did not play their best game and end up still only losing by one point. I get that. Had, I, they, had they, you know, and one I, play difference there. I understand and we talk, that. We come but with that. the situation so, with, with, with DeAndre Hopkins uh, tweaking his ankle, mm-hmm. with their defensive backfield, uh, Christian Fulton, and uh, some other guys in, the, in their defensive backfield being banged up, Ty J. Spears being a little banged up, the problem is – but are the, the Chargers tight- at full speed? Well, Austin Eckler, their yeah. their all star superstar running back, he's a little banged up, and he's question he'll, he's day to day right now. So, but my point is this: the Titans need their full arsenal of weapons to win football games. I don't care if they're playing the worst team in the NFL or the best team in the NFL, the Titans need every single weapon, all hands on deck, every starter playing 100% healthy to win football games because they, the Titans win kind of ugly. Let's, let's just, I mean, they do. And we, we, uh, Titans fans know that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything they don't understand, but they need all hands on deck. And I'm afraid this weekend, look, I'm, I'm a gambler. But I'm not going to put any money on the Titans this weekend. I'm just going to tell you. I think they, I think they're looking to get healthy. I think they're they're looking to head to division their division matchups, and I feel as though this weekend, uh, with the LA Chargers coming to town, Justin Herbert and company, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, the Titans are going to be in trouble. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I've got picks for tonight. Eight ball picks for tonight. I've got my picks for Saturday, and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, 
I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Main Street Columbia are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7 o'clock. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, and enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern Middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org thewelloutreach.org This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great-granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
the old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. It's my And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. And I am joined in the studio by my good friend, Coach Mike, on the boards. And it is Friday afternoon, and that means it's football for the next, I don't know, 144 <laughs> hours or something like that. I mean, how long How long is it? We've got tonight, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's four. What's four times 24? A bunch. Almost. It's, a, it's like 100 hours of straight. Six, okay, well then there, like there you go. You're, the, you're the teacher and the coach. You should yeah. know. No, that. but I'm so. the English teacher. Believe oh, okay. me, I, ta- I taught English because I can't I, do math. I never was good at math either, uh, except, except for football numbers and money. I'm pretty good at. So. While while I got a moment, though, I want to give a shout out and a pat on the back to our to Columbia Central ninth grade team. Uh, Thursday night went to Hohenwald and played Lewis County's freshman team, and we came out on top, 26 to eight. Uh, played a really uh, pretty solid game and uh, real pleased with the, the way things came out on that and looking forward to more games with this bunch and a, a bright future. Uh, they got some talented, they got a big set of linemen and uh, and they, they move well and then uh, got, got some talented backs coming up that uh, I think the future for Columbia Central looks pretty good. Well, that's terrific. Congratulations on the win. There you, ha- there you have it. Okay. Uh, okay, guys. So, everybody everybody out there in radio land, everybody in, in, in streaming land, and just everybody that can hear my voice, you know, the Vols haven't won in Gainesville in, what we say? A long tw- time. 20 years? <laughs> I mean that's yeah. I mean I mean that means what, that what, if you're a freshman at Tennessee or you're a freshman, you haven't beat the Gators in twenty in years in Florida in your whole lifetime in Florida in Florida yeah in your they whole beat them lifetime. last year so they right okay I got you but that was and, at home and so what's going to happen this year? Tennessee goes in about the the line has dropped a point. It was about seven seven and a half. Now it's moved down to six. A little money's coming in on Florida. But I mean, what I do think you guys think? They've got I mean, as good a chance this year as they've had any other time. What uh, happens or if they, better even? What happens if they play offensively the first half like they did against Austin P? Oh, then there's, it's a train wreck. 
Then they're beat. They're, I don't know. The, I don't know they'd be beat because the defense. I think the defense will keep them in a lot of games when the offense isn't really. Yeah, you're talking about Josh Josh Hoople. Uh, Hypel. 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 Get it right. Heupel, there, okay, Josh Hypel. De- <laughs> you're talking about Josh Hypel defense. He's like Steve yeah. Spurrier. He doesn't care about. De- he doesn't care about the. But he defense. does have some assistance. He, he has some care assistance less about that the do defense. Care. He's worried about putting touchdowns oh, yeah. up. And, yes, his and having uh, old gonna, Smokey bark at everybody. His, his philosophy. People. His philosophy is he's going to outscore you. I, I I will not. I will not argue with that. It's the you know I'm going to outscore you before I'm going to stop you. But he also has some pretty good defensive coaches. And well, I think and what gonna, did you say about coaches? What What is your saying about coaches? And, and I'm players? leading to the next. I'm leading to the next part of that statement. If you'll let don't me, don't you don't you start with the co- don't you start with they the great will have coach. they will have a, a how good many plan. tackles how many tackles you, have you made as a coach as a coach nothing how many catches okay how many passes hey I how agree many touchdowns with, did you I score? agree hey I am agreeing with that part but you didn't let me finish my statement <laughs> go ahead go ahead. They got a, a good deeper. they've go got a it. good game plan and they've got some players that I think are going to execute that plan. And that's what the coaches do, do, is put together the plan. And I think they're going to have a really good plan against them. I think the front's going to cause some, you know, the, the the Florida quarterback situation is is even more, uh, you know, up in the air than Tennessee's. Questionable. <laughs> yes. Questionable. So, okay. So, I think they're going to put some pressure on him and be able to kind of create some confusion and will keep them – in the game until the offense starts clicking. Now, once that offense starts clicking, uh, I don't know if there's anybody that can stop them. The question is – got to get it clicking. Right. Is when is it going to start clicking? I mean, and, Austin, Austin P looked like world beaters against them. I mean, you've got to admit. And I, that's, that's, the, that's the question. That, that's the question. Is I thought I might even heard click? a boo or two coming when out of, coming out of the click? stands there in the first half yeah. in, in Knoxville. And in Florida, you know, Florida knows. You know, they watch film. They practice as well. They know that they want – that Tennessee wants to make the big play, the big splash as they can. So they're going to be playing deep. They're going to say, okay, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to complete the short passes and work your way okay. down the field because we believe that you'll make them – if we make you take ten plays instead of three, that somewhere in those ten plays you're going to make a mistake and we're going to get the ball back. Well, <clears throat> And Milton. That's, that's going to be that, that bend but don't break type idea is where that comes well, from. You hope not. Uh well, but if that's you, Florida. If, that's if, you let, if you let a team just keep hanging around and hanging around, no, especially that's Florida. That's especially, Florida's defenses. Not that's not ours. That's okay. not Tennessee. That's Florida's defense that I was talking about. Okay, was that they're gonna they're gonna allow? Okay, hey, complete it in front of us. We'll come up, we'll rally up, make tackles. Complete it. In front, we're not gonna let you have the deep ball, which you live on in the last year and a half, uh, to beat people quickly. You know the the big strike offense. We're not gonna let you have that. Well, if you know. And here's where here's where the coach does make a difference. Heupel, I think, will scheme guys open. The question is, is Milton going to hit him? Well, number one, see him and hit him. Number two, are his receivers going to catch him? And again, we come back to the players. I've both teams, execute it. both teams defensively allow about the same amount of points, somewhere around a couple of touchdowns, average couple of touchdowns a game. Of course, their opponents have been. Questionable leading up to this. Uh, uh, Florida blew out McNeese State last week. Of course, they lost their first game to Utah and only scored 11 points. But they, of course, blew out McNeese State last week. And uh, uh, 
right now, Milton, the toaster uh, for Tennessee, uh, is averaging about 215 yards a game, 66% uh, completion uh, rate percentage with four touchdowns, no interceptions. And then Mertz on the Florida side is averaging around 260 yards a game with a 74% completion rate, two TDs and an interception. So we'll just – I mean, you know, it's, we'll just wait and see. Yeah, I mean, you and, know and, what I mean? And, and, and there's always the, the – there's, there's the wild card in this game is the swamp. Yeah. You know, Florida always plays Tennessee extremely well. In the swamp, and it's a tough place to play, it man. Is a tough I'm place telling you, it's almost it's almost as tough as Auburn. The one that the toughest place to win in the Southeastern Conference is Auburn, Alabama on the plains. I promise you, you I, don't, I don't care. I just promise you, the hardest place to win is in Auburn, normally because they have the referees paid off in some in some, <laughs> some form or fashion. But and, and so I wouldn't be a T Town fan, would it? <laughs> so speaking of Auburn and Alabama, let's talk about Alabama a little bit. Alabama has officially made a change at quarterback for all you Alabama fans. Pay attention now. Tyler Buckner, the transfer from Notre Dame down to Tuscaloosa through the transfer portal or whatever that thing's called, uh, the you yeah, know, the transfer portal. Like, is it is it like on Star Trek when they go yeah. and they stand in that thing? The, and goes, yeah, the transporter. Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that what happens? They're just transported from the golden. Well, if, you, if you've watched, down, if you've watched the, the, the Dr Pepper commercials, they, 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 they talked about the you know the transfer portal's out of control and <laughs> sucking everything. You know? Well, there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, it is official uh, tomorrow uh, in South Florida against the South Florida Bulls, Fort Lauderdale. Beautiful, sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Alabama, 33-point favorite, is going to start uh, their new quarterback from Notre Dame, Tyler Buckner, tomorrow. It's been it's been announced, yeah. so stay tuned I, to see I what happens. See this, I almost see this as a warm-up game for him uh, as they're going to run – they're going to run the – Rough shot over him. Uh, now Milrow, who's they're just they're going to beat. They're just going to literally physically beat him, beat him up. You got a very very ticked off team coming in into Florida right there, and a team that is capable of just taking over a game. You know, front both on both sides of the ball, just literally going. Okay, I'm tired of messing with this. We're going to mash these guys. We're going to give our new quarterback a chance to get used to the speed of the game before we put him into a really hot spot. And, you know, and, it's, and it's not like this guy's a freshman. He played, He started yeah. and played multiple games at Notre Dame. Yeah. So, but, but uh, so, you know, he's so, got to – he's still – again, but, he's still but, got, but, but there's I, still I, a little I, bit of – there's still a game, a half, maybe even just – maybe just a half of getting used to the new, new players. New and I want to say playing quarterback for Nick – under Nick Saban – for Nick Saban is a different, different animal that's right. than just about playing quarterback for any any other coach in all of college football. Yeah, I mean, just the pressure and the expectation that is laid upon you as a starting starting quarterback at the University of Alabama is immense pressure as opposed to starting anywhere else. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out on that ledge and say that. Um, so, anyway, we'll see what happens at 2.30 tomorrow when Alabama tees it up. The Tennessee game, uh, let's see what time we got. That game 6 starts. 6 o'clock, I believe. Oh, that's Our 6 time. o'clock tomorrow night. So, everybody yeah. get all liquored up. They get all, 
They get all torn up, you know, and just just hammered. Yeah, it's not it's not yeah, at LSU. Just get Tennessee hammered and and sit down and and, and watch this, them this all is, sitting down in Baton Rouge, okay? You know. But hey, just go on and get the chicken wire out, put it around your TV set, so you don't throw your natty light bottles at the at the screen and ruin your and, and ruin your big screen. You know I what know. I mean? The, but anyway, no. The celebration. What, what will happen? More than likely, happen is the celebration will go and somebody will fall into it. <laughs> Okay, other top 25 action. Florida State 2-0 travels to one of the worst teams in college football, Boston College, tomorrow. Uh, Florida State is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. And I've got some picks after this next break. We're going to go through all my picks. We're going to go through some uh, Magic 8-ball picks for tonight and tomorrow. So you guys stay tuned. Uh, Number 15, Kansas State goes to an SEC school, Missouri. They are in the SEC. Uh, Kansas State is only favored by four points over Missouri. Uh, Penn State travels to Illinois. Uh, Number 14, LSU and Mississippi State play tomorrow. And Mississippi State just came off of that overtime victory over Arizona which they were a 10-point favorite over Arizona at home. Now they're playing at home, and they're getting 10 points from LSU. So uh, that's number 14, LSU. LSU is another team that's looking to get to get well. That's right. You know, they, and they, I think they're better. I think they're much better than what they showed against right. Florida State early first game of the season. I think right so, out of the too. Gate. Okay, uh, number 12, Utah is playing at home against Weber State. And uh, Notre Dame, who's got my – Heisman hopeful dark horse Sam Hartman quarterbacking for him is a 35-point favorite at home against Central Michigan. Notre Dame currently is ranked number nine in the nation. Northwestern visits number 21 Duke. And Duke, you know, Duke looks pretty good. Duke, I'm just Duke, telling Duke's, you. Duke's one of those Duke. those sneaky teams that will, you know, Duke because is, no one pays attention. They're supposed to be a basketball a, school. They got a and, Riley Leonard, I think, is is his name, and he's a really good quarterback. And uh, they're they're you they're know a lot better just than ask Dabo Sweeney about Duke. Yeah. You know, of course, he'll he'll want to blame blame it all on something else, and not that Duke was good. He'll he want to make up some excuse. That's just what Dabo does. Uh, Minnesota's at number twenty. Carolina, that tip-off is at 2.30. Western Michigan visits number 25, Iowa. San Diego State visits number 16, Oregon State. South Carolina at 2.30 travels to Athens, Georgia, and they are a 28-point 20, underdog to the number one team in the country. Number 19, Oklahoma coach, your boys, travels to Tulsa, and they are favored by 29 points over Tulsa. Uh, Western Kentucky Travels to number six, Ohio State. Uh, Washington, number eight, travels to Michigan State. North Carolina Central goes all the way out to the left coast to see number twenty to play number twenty-four, UCLA. Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado visits number twenty-three, Washington State, and Tennessee, number eleven, goes to Florida. Bowling Green heads to number two, Michigan. So that's our top twenty-five games for tomorrow. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Give us a few minutes. We're going to come right back with Magic 8 Ball Picks, and we're going to make you all some money this weekend. Hang on.
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. 
Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back in, and thank you for joining us on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Coach Mike on the boards. It is Friday. We got football going on. And I just while, – while we're here, I'd just like to finish up uh, – let, let me just finish up the schedule of the top 25 this weekend. I got down to the Michigan Bowling Green at number two Michigan tomorrow night at 6.30 – uh, Georgia Tech is at number 17, Ole Miss. Uh, these are all night games. Hawaii visits number 13, Oregon. That's going to be a very ugly game. Wyoming is at number four, Texas at 7 o'clock. And then Colorado State is going to Boulder, and they're going to play Coach Primetime. And that's going to be an ugly game. You think so? You think Coach Primetime just going to unleash the crack, the cracking on those boys? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think Colorado State has the team to stop them. And Primetime's already responded. He says this was just a game. Now it's now it's personal. Because you know, and, 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 and we'll bring you up to date, Coach Norville Norvell or Norville for Colorado State uh, earlier this week has made mention. Uh, publicly, he's did. I mean, yeah. there's no, there's no punches pulled here. He's made mention on ESPN to ESPN, who's covering the ball game, and they're doing some special promo, uh, some special promo spots along with Colorado State players. Uh, leading well, up to trying this to build game. the rival. It's and an in state, and they're trying it's to build up. Game. They're trying to do what they do, and they're trying to build up. You know, some interest. In, like there's not enough interest already. But anyway, Norville has said, uh, you know, my mama taught me not to wear hats and sunglasses, you know, when, when I'm, I'm talking to adults. When I'm talking to adults, you know. In other words, Neon Dion sitting around with sunglasses on and, and a ball cap doing interviews indoors. And uh, Norval f- feels as though, you know, Neon Dion needs to take his hat and his glasses off and show some re- – he, he feels as though he, that's not respectful. And uh, – so now, like Coach said, 
it, it it's turned from just a foot in, in, interstate rival, interstate rival football game between Colorado State Rams and the Colorado Buffaloes to something different, and 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 now it's gotten a little personal. Yeah, and, and again, I still think this is all. It ends up being bulletin board material that ends up always exaggerated, always blown up out of proportion. And believe me, I was a coach. I used it myself. <laughs> right. So I, you know, I'd pull headlines. I'd pull quotes and, and stuff. Uh, but Norville doesn't have the horses to back that up. Right. And Dion does. does. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They there, there's the deal. You know, uh, you know, when I faced a situation where I knew – you know, that the, I was fighting an uphill battle in this game. Usually the best bet is to just go about your business, stay quiet. Sure. We're going to, you know, you you be complimentary to the other team, and then you you do your best to, to upset them. You keep, it, you keep your little, you know, your little rivalry thing in-house, and you just talk about doing your best, playing your best, and see where the chips fall. Okay. Uh, We'll see. You know, we're going to find usually, out tomorrow usually, night. Usually pulling stuff like he pulled is when you think when, – when you have the horses to stay with them or to play with them and beat them. Right. And so now you're trying to get your edge up. You're trying to get the edge up on your guys, maybe get them distracted. But Colorado you know, State – See, here's the, here's the deal. I still think – I still think, and I said this the other day, Dion does this on purpose to get his players used to – the distractions that come with promoting a game. Mm-hmm. His guys are used to the glitz, the glamour, the okay. the showmanship, and it doesn't bother them. You know, or it's not new to them. I'll put it that way. Okay, it's not new to them, and so he's done it. And all of a sudden, what he's done is he's taken all the heat and put it on himself, where he loves it. He's taking it off his kids. Sure. You know who who's who's going to get blamed. Who's going to get blamed if Colorado gets beat? It won't be the kids. No. It'll be it'll, it'll be, be Dion for being a- the big absolutely clown. Absolutely will. And he's kind of like, okay, I'll take that. Okay. I'll I've got uh, I've got my picks for the weekend. If you guys want to grab a pencil, piece of paper, pen, whatever it takes, and we're going to run down through these. These are starting out with the early morning games and rolling all the way into the nighttime tomorrow night. I like Florida State giving up 26 over Boston College. Boston College, their first game was against Northern Illinois, and they got beat by Northern Illinois 24-27. Their next game was against Holy Cross, and they won by three points. They beat Holy Cross by three points. Holy Cross throws an interception on Boston College's uh, 35-40 yard line right at the end of the ball game to – quell any chance to win but holy cross was in that game to win the ball game so i like i like florida state minus the 26 now don't don't if you're driving down the road do not run off the road when i tell you this next pick i like western kentucky i not only i don't care what the number is against ohio state at ohio state i'm going to call my shot western kentucky wins the ball game outright coach wait and see quarterback wow. quarterback austin reed and company Western Kentucky goes up there. They hang with Ohio State. It's a high-scoring ball game, and Western Kentucky pulls out a miracle in the end and wins at Ohio State. You know who Ohio State has next? Notre Dame. Could be looking ahead to the Irish. Could be looking ahead. But the only thing – and let me go back one game. Well, that's, a, that's a bold call. Let me go back one game. <laughs> the only thing that scares me about the Florida State game is that 
Next week, Florida State has Clemson, and that's a big game for for Florida State Clemson. But Clemson is not near yeah, the monster they, that they have been in years past. Obviously, you can ask Duke about that. Okay, Georgia Southern plus twenty against Wisconsin. Wisconsin hasn't showed me anything this year. I like Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern's two and zero. They're getting twenty points from Wisconsin. Take Georgia Southern. Duke. Duke is minus 18 against one of the other worst teams besides Boston College. Northwestern is one of the worst teams in the country, and they are Duke is favored by 18 over Northwestern. Northwestern in their first two games has scored seven points. Northwestern might not even score tomorrow, okay? Take Duke. Duke's given up. And also, remember this about Duke. In two games, Duke's only given up two TDs. Which they're not, you know. And even, they play even Clemson they, and Even Lafayette. when they beat competitive, it's Lafayette. because of their offense. It's not because of their defense. That's right. Okay. Old Dominion. And I know these are some these are some oddball oddball type teams, but these are the ones that make these are the teams that make you money because people are a little weary of putting money on ODU plus fourteen against Wake Forest. Look for lots of points to be scored in this ball game. And I say there's probably just going to be a seven or ten. Wake Forest by seven or ten points. Toledo and San Jose State take the over 57 and a half in that ball game. Toledo scored 71 uh, last week, and they scored 50 by halftime. I like Syracuse minus the three over Purdue. Colorado State, I'm telling you, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Rams. I don't, and, that, and you might not agree with me, but we'll see what happens. Colorado State plus primetime, Coach Primetime. Kansas minus 28 over Nevada. Nevada is the third worst team in the country. They are awful. <laughs> take Kansas minus 28. Fresno State minus three at Arizona State. Arizona State beat Southern Utah by three points, okay? Fresno State is averaging 36 points a game. Uh, let's see what else we got. Eight ball. These are those are my picks. Now we're going to go get serious and go to the Magic Eight Ball picks. Tonight there are two college games. Virginia is at Maryland. Take Virginia plus the fourteen and a half. Uh, University of Texas San Antonio. The Roadrunners are minus seven and a half at home against Army. Take the Roadrunners tonight. UVA and UTSA. Uh, and my upset specials, not only underdogs, but to win the ball games outright this weekend, Illinois over Penn State. Illinois wins at home. And, wow. Miss- and Mississippi State pulls a monster upset, getting 10 at home. They beat LSU at home in the upset. This has been the Front wow. Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, telling you how it's going to be. Have a great weekend. Tune in tonight for some great high school football, and we'll talk to you on Monday.